I always feel a bit uh, defensive of the Apostle Thomas because all I ever knew about him growing up was psh, doubting Thomas. Yeah? That's all we were ever told, uh, at least me, growing up. If you heard Thomas's name, it was equated with doubt. It was equated with the fact that one of the times he spoke was Jesus after his resurrection. Do you remember this? It says the 11 disciples were gathered in an upper room, uh, and, and that, I'm sorry, 10 of them, uh, Judas was dead, and Thomas was out. We don't know where he was. What we do know is that 10 of them were locked in an upper room afraid. Thomas wasn't. And we know that Jesus appeared to those 10. And when Thomas came back, they said that he's alive. And Thomas was like, yeah, sure. Okay. Tell you what, when I can put my finger in the nail marks and my hand in his side, I believe, basically saying, you have to prove to me he's not a ghost. Right? I want physical matter to touch. And from that, we're all doubting Thomas as if we would have went, oh, he's risen, that's great, yeah. But Thomas has other times he speaks, and we weren't really told much about them. Uh, one of them is when Jesus tells the disciples, we're going to Jerusalem where I'll be killed, and Peter's answer, you know, was to say, let's not go to Jerusalem. Thomas's answer was beautiful. It says he turned to the other disciples and said, let's go die with him. Yeah, nobody talks about that. The other time, twice Thomas does this sort of thing, where Jesus, if I may be so bold, with a little bit of his head in the clouds, says something lovely and spiritually deep that we all understand, but they didn't. But it was Thomas who was that kid. Yeah, right? And this was me in math class. All I knew was the teacher was making noise and writing things on the board, and I had no clue what they were talking about, yeah? But I was never brave enough to go, I have no clue what you're talking about. Thomas was, where I'm going, you know the way. Yeah, no clue where you're going. And from that, we get that beautiful line, I am the way. I think the gift Thomas brings to us is he was humble and submissive before God. Yeah? He didn't understand why they had to go to Jerusalem and Jesus be killed. He didn't want to die. But his answer was to say, let's go die with him. He didn't want to be uh, the guy who, while the whole group was probably fake nodding, yeah? Oh, yes, Jesus, where you're going, we know the way. And Thomas going... Not a clue. He didn't want to be that guy. But we're so glad he was. And I'm sure he didn't want to leave that locked room while people were trying to kill him. But he did. And in the end, at that pent ultimate moment, Jesus doesn't yell at him. Right? He doesn't say, uh, you doubting Thomas. He said, oh, you need my hands? Here's my hands. You need my side? That's right here. And Thomas left that upper room some months later and took the gospel to India, to Syria. He took it all over the world. In the end, guys, be who you are and be that well, to quote St. Francis de Sales. And God will meet you there and make a saint of you. 
We need not play games with God. We need not fake for God. Be who you are. Let him love you there and meet you there. Today, as we receive the Eucharist, may it plant in us a security. God loves me. He loves me as I am. And may that security give us the strength to be who we are before God. Amen? Amen. Okay.